everyone. Welcome to episode number 47 of Opposites React. Today is Wednesday, December 16th. I'm Tyler, of course, and I'm here with Sarah. Hoi. Hi. So, uh, hopefully the audio quality is good today because we actually are using two mics for once. We, you have a new mic, so now we don't have to lean into each other's <laughs> faces to speak into the same microphone each time. Yay. So hopefully this sounds better or more comfortable either for us to have more be more consistent audio quality. Yeah, trying it out. I realized that like when I go back and listen to some of the old podcasts that you, you finish editing, um, that my audio quality is kind of all over the place. And I think, well, it's true two reasons number one i think i just need to be more aware of the speed at which i talk sometimes mm. i talk really fast i don't even realize that i'm doing it it's the gilmore girls curse yeah um i do the same thing when i listen to myself like I listen to recordings of myself at work from talking to somebody uh, on the phone on the phone yeah. I, I, I talk fast and yeah so it's just you, you understand it but it just takes us an extra second for your brain to process because <laughs> you're like what are you saying because he spoke so fast so I'm trying to be more aware of that uh yeah, and also maybe just like my volume levels, but yeah, so. well, because you like to dance around the mic, so this is why we need two microphones so you can <laughs> sit in front of your own microphone and I don't have to. Yeah, lean in and like out all the time, moving it all around, being like in front of your face, please. So yeah. So, anyways, I'll get that out of the way. <laughs> um, so well, several things we could talk about. I guess we'll start um by just kind of briefly. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but we'll just briefly can recap the game awards from last uh, Thursday. Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. We watched the whole show. It was, uh, what, about three, three-ish hours, something like that? Yeah, what, 6.30 pre-show and ended at... Well, yeah, I guess, if you, I guess if you include the pre-show, I think it ended after 10. So, okay. yeah, it's probably over three hours. Yep. But yeah, it was good. There were some, some good trailers. Uh, the, you know, the, the music was good. I guess the musical performances they had were, were interesting. You never saw it coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, did, I did really like, actually, the... Um, out of the music performance, like they had Eddie Vedder doing that. I don't remember the name of the song he was doing, mm-hmm. but did the song that was in The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the uh, they had that the orchestra. Uh, oh I like, yes, I like when they did the uh, all the Mario themes. Oh yeah, for the thirty fifth anniversary. anniversary. That was pretty cool. Yes, but yeah, it was a good good show. Um, so like I said, I, I have a a list here of the award of the winners. We're not going to go over every winner because like we've mentioned. The previous shows, we don't really, you know, focus too much on the esports aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll just briefly go through some of these, and and obviously the the big winner of the night for anybody that didn't watch it was The Last of Us Part Two. They they won a majority of the awards. They were I don't I don't know if they actually they might have they might have won every category they were nominated in. I don't, I don't they, think everyone. They won a lot of them, but, but they did win a lot of them. Yes. I'll recap those. Those I'll just I lumped them all together at the end. I'll just recap at the end what they won. But uh, so just kind of recap quickly. Um, uh some of the awards so games for impact um what does that even mean i don't remember to be <laughs> honest but uh i know i just heard of this game so tell me why was the mm. one that won that one that's uh that's that was done by don't nod yeah the ones that did like life is strange right best score or soundtrack i uh, went to final fantasy 7 remake uh most anticipated game went to elden ring uh best sports slash racing game went to tony hawk's pro skater one plus two. That was fun. Did you play it? Nope. <laughs> but I heard other people thought it was fun. Best art direction with Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, again, I haven't played much of that game, but from what I've seen of it, it doesn't look like a beautiful game. Um, by not much, do you mean you haven't played it at all? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Best ongoing game uh, is No Man's Sky. Best community support uh, went to Fall Guys. Yeah, they have such a... It, it's a really fun community <laughs> and great community managers. They totally deserve it, in my opinion. I guess that's it for, like I said, aside from all the, the esports awards. So, really, so, so, like I said, so basically everything else I didn't mention is, is what Naughty Dog won. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, going in, not in order here, but I made a list here. So, The Last of Us Part 2 won the following categories. Best Action Adventure Game. Best Audio Design. Best Game Direction for Naughty Dog. Best Narrative. Uh, best performance, individual performance went to. Uh, there's actually two nominees. It was um, Ashley Johnson is the one who, who she she voices Ellie, just like the first game. She was nominated, but also Laura Bailey was nominated for Abby, mm-hmm. um, and and Laura Bailey won it. Um, I'm happy for her because she's she's a great voice actress. I haven't actually seen too much of her performance in Lost of Part Two specifically because I haven't gotten to that part of the game where her character sort of takes the main focus over. Right. But I heard she did a great job, and I mean she's been great in everything else she's done. She's, and she also took a lot of flack for that role after it came out. So yeah, she deserves all the <laughs> all the credit mm-hmm. for having to deal with the internet. So Lost of Part 2 also won an uh, award for innovation and accessibility. Yeah, that's one thing. I don't like that game, but I will give it props for that for sure. And just to be clarify what that means, it's sort of like just all the different settings and options you can play around with. It for... has text-to-speech. Right. And just so many hearing options, visual, visual options. options. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously one best game of the year on top of that to, yeah. to cap off the show. So yeah, so overall... Um, Last of Us seven, seven awards for Last of Us Part 2. Which, you know, like I said, I, I can't say I haven't obviously beaten the game. I've probably even gotten halfway through that game yet. But I will say from what I have played of it so far, I do think it is amazing. And if it delivers on what it's leading up to, I will say it, it probably would be my game of the year as well. So what have you been playing? Um, I tried to pick up Valhalla again. And I'm still mad it's missing a whole bunch of stuff from Odyssey. So I'm... I still am enjoying the story. It's just I I still feel there's something missing and I do something wrong all the time. So then I went back to Yakuza, and I was stuck in Yakuza, and then I was had a super story twist, and then I was back in. So now we're playing that again. But then the Fall Guys season three came out yesterday. Uh, it's in a winter theme, and I want all the winter costumes. I want to be Santa Claus, and I got the elf yesterday and the snowman, uh, and some of the new mini games. I'm really bad at, so I have to practice. But that is all I've been doing. How about you? What about Animal Crossing? We don't talk about Animal Crossing. Why not? Because it's evil. Why? You love winter. I no. Okay, you know I do. I hundred percent love winter. Love when it snows. Love when it doesn't troll me about the snow happening in my title screen. I do not love making snowmen and not getting DIY recipes. And I, I do not love shaking trees to get ornaments. I made another perfect snowboy today, by the way. Well, I'm glad you get to have the space to gloat because. Well, then dig up more of your flowers or something. Make more space. I have enough space. I do all the tricks. And I still, I've still gotten one perfect snowboy so far. It's flawed. <laughs> all my snowmen are perfect and it doesn't know it. <laughs> okay. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, yes. There is something new. Actually, I can talk about it. I forgot. Sorry. Um, well, you, I mean, you've played it too, although I guess I, I can. You I, took it over. Well, the game we were talking about that we that obviously that came out last week is Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. I've played maybe, I don't know, four to five hours of it so far. You play what? The character creator. Okay. So I obviously have a lot more to say about it than you do. <laughs> um, I will say that 
for anybody who's kind of living under a rock, uh, this game came out last week. Last Thursday, was it? Yes. And right away, I, like, I was obviously at work when it when it came out or when it when most people started playing it. And I just know that Twitter and and forums and, and Reddit, everything was just blowing up about how terrible and how buggy and glitchy and, oh, my goodness, this game is so broken on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, like PC players were having a good time, it seemed like, <laughs> if you're having a, like a high-end PC. Mm-hmm. But... Because like the thing is like it's the the new I shouldn't say new we're we're in the current gen now I gotta stop saying next gen but the PS5 and Xbox series versions are not out yet they'll be out in the spring or something yeah there's no date so for now for now you can still play like obviously your PS4 and Xbox One copies on your new systems if you have them but I mean aside from maybe a little bit upscaling I don't think it looks that much different because they're not optimized yeah it's mostly for loading times you're gonna notice loading yeah. Which, to be honest, that that would be a big thing for me because I've noticed load times on the PS4 kind of. I'm not gonna say bad. It's not like GTA levels, like GTA no. Five levels, but it's, it's compared long. to most games I play, they're they're long. There's yeah. and there's a lot of just like annoying little loads between cutscenes. Like it'll save every two minutes between cutscenes. I'm like, okay, here comes another loading yeah. screen. But yeah, so getting into, I'll say personally, my experience with the game so far in my four to five hours of gameplay, uh, I think the game's great. Um, I have had unfortunately two hard crashes. Where uh, my PS4 comes up with a blue blue screen, like an error screen, and it kicks me back to the PlayStation menu. But luckily, it saves often enough that you didn't haven't lost. Yeah, much I haven't lost progress, but it is annoying. It just kind of kills all the momentum, especially because yeah. both times it's crashed. It's happened at like moments where it's something starting to happen, and I'm like, <laughs> oh great, it crashed. Um, so I mean, they have put out one. I think they put out one patch on either Friday or it wasn't yesterday. I think it was Friday or Saturday that, that I, I downloaded a patch, the first patch for Cyberpunk. They did put out a statement. CD Projekt Red put out a statement saying that they are obviously going to continue patching it. Uh, they said they have one big update planned for January and another big update in February that they said should get this the current game sort of optimized to where it should be at for PS4 and Xbox One players. We'll see. Um, like I said, I know there's been a lot of uproar online. And again, a lot of it's just based on, I think, expectation and hype. Yeah, true. Yeah. People treated this thing like it was going to be the greatest game ever. I was yeah, skeptical. It was the second coming of games. I was skeptical because... I mean, CD Projekt Red obviously did a great job with the Witcher series. Mm-hmm. But as someone else had mentioned, I read another article last week. I can't remember where I saw it. I can't give credit. It's someone, someone on Twitter, I think, maybe posted a link to an article. But someone was stating that, yeah, so CD Projekt Red, obviously, they, they were able to kind of fine-tune and really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not optimize. They just, like, the, the, the Witcher games were just really polished. Yep. Uh, over time, because you know they they obviously had they were comfortable with their their engine, their combat system, the lore, everything about that world. But Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, it's all new to them. They're trying to do, you know, uh, like a first person shooter uh, in an open world, like in a, in a, in a modern, not a modern, sorry, like a futuristic open world. You know, you're not riding a horse like in Witcher. You're driving cars, and there's tons of NPCs, and you know, um, I can't imagine like I all the Honestly, the fact that the game runs, I think, as well as it does, aside from the two crashes I've had, I haven't had really any frame rate issues. I haven't graphically. I think it looks great, even on a PS4 Pro. Uh, the audio is great too. I'll say, if so far, I really like the I'm digging the music. I heard that's uh, great. Yeah. But even just like the audio, like the, the the shooting feels pretty good. It feels weighty. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, the gunplay is a little. It takes some getting used to. Uh, it's not going to run, you know, obviously you go from playing like a polished shooter, something like an Apex <laughs> or a Call of Duty to playing this, it's obviously not going to feel that great, but I'd say it's kind of on par with maybe how the shooting felt in like the recent Deus Ex games. Yeah, I would, I would probably um, say that's what I expect. Yeah. Uh, so, 
but yeah, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm digging the story so far. I said only four to five hours in. I might even still no. So I'm not. I'm not in the prologue anymore. So I think the last when I just got off the other night, I think it. I had a little cutscene. It said like Act Two or something. So mm-hmm. I think Act One probably took me three to four hours. Um. So I'll say this: it does. For those who are wondering, it takes probably because I wasn't doing any like I was mainly just doing this the main story too. I didn't really mess around with any of the side stuff at the beginning of the game. Not that there's that much you can do. I think in the beginning it kind of pushes you towards the main story beats anyway mm-hmm. but i kind of just focused on that to see where it was going to go and uh so i'd say maybe like four to five hours in is when you see keanu so uh, i'm not, yes, I'm not gonna spoil that reveal like how it happens but you do meet keanu fairly early on uh, and it seems like he's going to play a pretty interesting role uh in, in the game i'm curious to see where they go with that but have, yeah uh, oh, sorry go ahead have you had to make any meaningful decisions or anything yet no not yet um yeah, there's some because like so at the beginning of the game when you create your character, you also get to choose a, a path, like, like a, a past kind of thing, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Nomad, street uh, kid, and uh, corpo. corpo. Yeah, yeah, I chose street kid because I thought it made sense that you know, you, if you read the background description, it's like, oh, you know, you grew up as a street thug in Night City, and mm-hmm. I figured like the way the game is going to start out, and maybe that would give you some interesting. And so far, it's. Yeah, like you, there's there's a few times when you're doing dialogue. Usually, most dialogue options you have three or four things to choose from. Yeah, and a lot of times, like there'll be an optional like street kid option that I can choose just for some additional dialogue. Um, I have noticed too that similar to like a, and maybe it was like this. I didn't play all the Witcher games, so I can't comment on whether this was how the dialogue system worked either. But for me, this reminded me of like the Follow games. Yeah, is there be times where I have a, a conversation with a with a an NPC and um. And there'll be an option that either would be available to me or it's grayed out if my um, skill tree level is high enough. Like, say okay. if I was high enough in, like... Cool. Right, cool or... Um, Tech, I guess, maybe. Or... I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly what all the skill tree them, things are called. But, yeah, like, there was one time where it'd be like, oh, you're, like, you're level five out of six on this skill tree, so you uh... couldn't access this dialogue option. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So... How did you spec your character? So far, I'm kind of playing it even across the board. Like I said, I don't remember all the category names, but I think like so far I have, they're all pretty much at like level five, maybe okay. one's at level seven. I'm not really neglecting okay. any one category so far. I'm trying to make it even just so I can see how it branches out. Mm. Like early on, I'm, I'm just dumping my perk points into the obvious ones, like, you know, 10% more health or 10% less recoil on mm. guns. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm just trying to figure out how I want to play. Like, I haven't really even... Like, there's a lot of... And then, obviously, the game early on... I really do recommend, obviously, that you do the... Well, I think they make you do some tutorial stuff, but then there's, like, optional tutorial stuff you can do as well for, like, advanced combat tactics, and I recommend you do that stuff because it really does help you learn how the hacking works and how... Yeah, I'm, I was curious how the hacking worked because that's, like, I expect my character really to be a glass cannon. Like, no health, but I put everything into their tech and intelligence to just hack everything Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that's a viable build because uh i would like to just be as stealthy as possible so when i get back into it i'll try to play that way and see what my experience is like yeah so like i said i'll I'll hopefully give more a a little more of an update on that next week when i have some more time to pour into it maybe you'll have some more feedback on it too once you play it again this weekend or something there's blue hair option that's all that matters really It's (laughs) it's sold um I guess the other thing I just want to talk about gaming wise, and I mentioned this to you the other day, is sort of having I had, well, I had an, an epiphany the other day. <laughs> it's cute that you're calling it that. I'm sorry. Well, Go ahead. <laughs> so anybody who listens to this podcast knows that pretty much every almost every week I, I 
talk about Apex Legends some weeks more than others if something dramatic happens, like a you know new season or a new character event type of thing. I'm pretty much playing it every day. I mean, I'm playing it every day just to at least do the dailies, even if I even if I can get on for an hour or so a day. Some days I'm playing it for a few hours if I if I get into a good rhythm. But lately, I've had a real love hate relationship with the game, and it is I'm getting frustrated more often than not. Uh, frustrated sometimes at myself for not playing well, and other times at my teammates for just not. And again, I've always said this, but obviously, if you're playing with a pre-made squad, like if you're playing with two friends. Uh, or even two strangers that you know are good at the game. Like once you get in sync, it's it's really easy to be to be um, overpowered in that game. Like it's easy to just roll over lobbies if people know what you're what they're doing, right? If you have good communication, like I said, even if you're playing with randoms who don't have mics on or something, if they're just good at pinging, pinging things out, if they know when to push when you push on a on an enemy squad, right? Like being knowing when to be aggressive and when to back off, it makes all the difference. In you know. Positioning only gets you so far. You can have the high ground on a team and think, "Oh yeah, we got these guys. They got to come to us in the ring." But it's like, no, because if they're like, if you're not t- communicating and they're a pre-made squad, they're still going to flank you. They're still going to rush you, and they'll still destroy you because yeah. they're just better than you. So positioning isn't everything. It makes a difference, but it comes down to communication in that game. And um, I don't know. Um, like I haven't been playing with my own friends too much lately because they're probably busy doing other things, or maybe they've fallen off the game a bit too. I mean, I was able to get on last night and play with with my friend on uh we did some ranked we were grinding some ranked because it, it just reset last night the split uh, season re- reset so now you're now you're not playing ranked on the new map anymore right. on olympus you're playing on world's edge now so we we played a little ranked last night we had some good games we we did get a win i had some productive games it felt good uh because like i said i mean honest, last week or so i think before last night i hadn't had a win in probably a week or even maybe even a little longer than a week it just felt like i was slumping I, I think that's always the idea i would have like if i was playing with randoms whether i was playing ranked or, or regular trios i felt felt like i would have one good game in 10 mm-hmm. which is frustrating you're spending you're spending an hour and a half usually of your time and you just don't feel productive and it's just frustrating because you know you're good enough but you're either just getting unlucky or your teammates are just you know not cooperating. <laughs> this is always a big thing on anybody who goes on the Apex or Reddit. There's always threads every week about the skill-based matchmaking mm. and how it could definitely be better. I'm not sure what... I'm sure it's very complicated to code all that stuff. I'm sure Respawn does the best they can, but it is very frustrating sometimes when you... When you know that, like... Because I think the way it works... The way their skill-based matchmaking works... Um, and I think I've seen the devs comment on this before. Basically, when you're playing in a in a trios with without a party, when it's just me and two other randoms, it'll always scale up to the highest level. So if I'm like, if I'm maxed out at a level 500 for my character, right, and I'm playing with two lower character, two people that are maybe like level 100, 100, or 200, or something like that, right, it'll put us in lobbies with people that are like at my level. Because they feel like the higher level player in the squad should compensate for the two lower oh, ones. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, because unfortunately those and it's not it's not the other player's fault that they're not as experienced as me. Maybe they don't know the map as well. Maybe they're not as comfortable mm. with like it's just it's just frustrating when you know like you see the champion squad and it's a you know it's gonna be a pre made squad and everybody's got like, you know, fifteen thousand <laughs> yeah. kills on them and you're like, Oh, this is gonna this is this is how this match is gonna go. Like you almost just wanna like just you don't want to quit, but you almost want to be like, let's just hot drop. If we die, whatever, let's reset. Because you don't want to, you know, worst case scenario, you don't want to land somewhere, run around for 15 minutes, yeah. run, run into that squad at the end of the map and just get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. It's just a waste of time. So, yeah, I go through cycles of that game. So, honestly, lately, I last couple of weeks, I found myself really getting 
heavily back into MLB The Show 20. Um, not that, again, I haven't been playing that every day uh, since it came out. I have been, but sometimes I'd fall off it a bit if, you know... If, if you finish the event and got all the stuff you needed or stuff like that. Yeah, because, I mean, you're at, obviously you're in the in-game cycle now for MLB The Show 20 where I have all the great cards. Well, not all, yeah. but I have most of the great cards. My team is totally stacked. Like, I'm, I'm at, you know, prestige... Uh, 54 now and most people have fallen off the game only like the people that really care are yeah. still there. i'm actually impressed at honestly how resilient that community is there's still like, like anytime you try and play a rank game or an event game battle royale like it's so easy to get into matches now it's not like it's you're not sitting in, in the loading screen or in mm. the you're not waiting for an opponent for like you know more than probably 10 15 seconds and uh even when you like post like selling or buying cards off the market like i'll post an order and it'll sell like five seconds later people are there's still tons of people playing that game yeah which is a testament to how much they have supported that game this year with all the uh the the new programs and the cards and events and and everything they've done it's amazing um and i'm excited for it to grow next year yeah on the new system and coming out on other systems now uh yeah so i mean yeah i don't i'm in a position right now where where i'm just like okay I don't necessarily know if I'm going to be playing Apex every day. Um, even maybe I just go on and try and crush out the dailies in the first 15, 20 minutes if they're easy, and then hop off to like Cyberpunk or so I got to finish the Last of Us Part Two. I really want to try Assassin's Creed Valhalla at some point. Yeah, Evo for Valhalla. <laughs> I don't. Know, usually every um, New Year's too, you always try to make a goal to beat a certain amount of games. Yeah, that's not going to happen next no? year. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm already saying that next year I'm just going to focus on. There's no point in me saying, "Yeah, I want to beat, you know, twelve single player games this year, or I want to mm-hmm. beat this many games in a month." Because it, it just it puts a lot of unneeded pressure. I get that there's a motive for people to do that kind of thing. Like, I, I appreciate those people who that do those lists on live where they'll be like. Let's try to beat fifty two games. 50. Fifty two games in a year, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But no, for me, I know I know for a fact next year that I'm gonna be focusing a lot on MLB the show, whether it's MLB the show twenty leading up to twenty one in March or uh, and then obviously, you know, I'll still probably be playing I'm, I'm not like I'm not saying I'm gonna drop Apex. Yeah. I'll still I'll still be playing Apex season, next year. The next season will come out. You'll be back on. I think the current I think the current season has like forty eight days left in it or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I'm definitely going to still hit the I'll max out the battle pass. pass. I'm already yeah. at like level 87 on the battle okay. pass with You're like 40. Easy. Yeah. So even if I did a level a day, I would easily max it out yep. soon. So yeah, Apex, well, I was definitely playing Like I said, those few games, when it clicks, that game is still the highest of highs. Unparalleled to me. The the movement and the, the gunplay, when it clicks, that game is amazing. I just wish there was more consistency on my end for having decent matches. Mm. I don't feel like I'm wasting a couple hours of my time each night um, we need a squad. I know, and and they have that thing now. They they added that thing this oh, season with the the clubs, and you know I'm in a club with my some of my friends, obviously, and, and people he plays with. But they're just yeah, we we don't you know we don't sync up our schedules right. like like streamers. We're not all like hey, let's hop on and do some you know a couple hours of Apex night. It's more just like if I get on and they're on, I'll play with them. If they're not on, or they're playing other games, then I'm not gonna message them. I'll be yeah. like oh, I'll just play a few randoms by myself. See how it goes. If I get frustrated, I get off for the night. Go play something else. MLB. Yeah. MLB is happy place. Well, MLB is happy place (laughs) as long as I'm not playing online for the most part. Uh, Uh, So I'll just grind some offline stuff. Interesting times. You're growing up as a gaming human. (laughs) (laughs) You're leveling up. You (sighs) understand that you cannot do everything. And time is finite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also also probably need to stop staying up till like 2 in the morning every night playing because... 
I'm getting older. And now I'm at the point where I'm basically like every night around nine or 10, I'm like, if I have any chance of staying up to midnight, I have to have a coffee. Yeah, I noticed. I'm like, oh boy, he's having the coffee. It's it's a late night. <laughs> yep, give me a late night. So we've got um, what two two more two more episodes after this before the new year, right? Correct. So next week we'll do a movie one. Yep. Uh, maybe it'll be like, uh, do we want to do we want do we want the next two episodes to just sort of like be recaps of 2020, or do we want to save that like for? You the... want to do a movie recap and then a video recap? Yeah, I suppose we could. We could well, do that. Because we, like, I probably watched more movies this year than I have in many years because all the mm-hmm. WWE movies we watched and such. Yeah. Um. So I have quite a bit to talk about movies this year and like surprise hits and stuff. Um. And nobody agrees with my games of the year, so I have stuff to say on that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to mention something that's a little frustrating. Oh, here we go. So I'm at work yesterday. Oh, funny, funny, and you, funny. And you texted me a photo of... 4 the 4K Blu-ray version of Tenet mm. that just arrived in the mail yesterday. Well, you shouldn't have put it on your Christmas list. And I'm like, oh sweet, I want to watch that tonight. That's what I was thinking yesterday at work. And you're like, no, you're like this is your Christmas gift. I'm like, well, why are you texting me a <laughs> hey, photo of it? You got an early Christmas gift last week, so don't even try. It's true, I did, and I, and I did already watch that. Sarah was <laughs> Sarah was lovely enough to give me a 4K copy of Collateral. Yeah, which I watched. I the thought other that'd day. be so funny because you don't stop talking about Collateral. So love that movie. <laughs> so I got to listen to that this weekend. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I hear the um, Ready Steady Go, Paul Oakenfold for the win. Yep, remember that's probably my favorite thing about that movie. <laughs> but yes, you have to wait until the 25th to watch Tenet, and I'm sure I will be wearing headphones in my uh, my office for ages to come because I don't want to get tired of it, like the other other movie we don't talk about. What other other movie? Oh, we don't talk about it. You can see the title. No, it's okay. <laughs> with, uh, the movie with Elliot Page. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Are you talking about Juno? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, she's referring to Inception. People. Yes, I, I, I would, am. When Inception came out on Blu-ray, it was like, I think it was a decade ago. That it, came was, out yes, it was, yes, it was I probably watched it every day for like two weeks straight. Yeah. Since Sarah got to memorize it very yep. well. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. we—I remember we took it like it, it, I don't even—I don't think it came out near Christmas, but we took it to people's houses at Christmas time to watch it with them, and I had to sit there and suffer every time we went over to somebody's house, and it's like this is the third time I've watched it this week. Oh no, you have to suffer through a great movie. How terrible! Too many times. <laughs> Too I know many you're not times. a rewatch person. No, well, for not for movies. No TV shows for TV sure. Shows I can, can watch Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy so many times over, but. Give me a movie and it's like once or twice, like if it was like a twist movie and I have to rewatch it to be like, oh, do, do all these things line up? Is there any inconsistencies? Um, other than that, I do not rewatch movies. Mm-mm. So I will watch Tenet once when I'm in the mood, when I have a good snack and that'll be it. <laughs> if we do movies next week, movie recap next week for 2020, yeah. I should also have a sub list at the end of the episode towards the end of uh movies that you need to watch in 2021 so because because over the over the the months we've been doing this podcast there's many times i've mentioned a movie to you you're like i haven't seen that oh whether top whether gun. they whether they came out yeah exactly like top gun or um i haven't watched the avengers avengers endgame yeah, yeah you gotta watch that or the one before that one avengers infinity war yeah that one okay i haven't seen that either well they're both on disney plus oh <laughs> most of the movies i have not seen on disney plus i don't think i've watched an avenger like an actual avengers universe film since winter soldier 
So I don't know if anything after that's good. You saw you saw Civil War. Oh, I did see Civil War. Yeah. That's a lie. I've only watched the Captain America ones. So I think you just missed and Infinity War and any Endgame in terms of the Avengers. I haven't. Movies. Yeah, I've only watched Captain America movies and Iron Man movies. That's it. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up the show? No. I would like to go get good at Fall Guys now. <laughs> well, so like I said, so next week we'll be talking, next week will be heavily uh, movie-focused uh, show, uh, end of 2020 recap, Gotta and looking forward to 2021. Yep. So uh, hopefully you can look forward to that next week. If you're not, if that's not your thing, then fortunately you may want to just wait until the <laughs> week after we start reviewing games again, but uh, it is going to be movie-heavy next week, just to give you a heads up. Hopefully, though, you know, um, I don't know. I love talking about movies. I mean, I like video games Tenet too. Podcast but... again next week, I'm sure. What's that? Did you hear about this movie called Tenet? <laughs> That'll be next week. No, I'll talk about it again once I can watch it again. Oh, okay. Well, it's your favorite movie of last year, though. So <laughs> I'll just go watch the prologue again on YouTube because it's up. No, you got to go watch the Jeff Keighley interview. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as always, hope you stay safe out there, and we'll hopefully see you again next week. Boys. Bye.